everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Squared Triangle. Uh, I've got my boys X and Sharky with me, as always. Hello. And today, we are going to talk about the Royal Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. Happened just Saturday, so uh, we're recording this the Monday after. Um, and um, I kind of want to get ahead of some of the things that are, you know that were kind of mentioned or some of the non Royal Rumble stuff that happened over, over the course of the weekend as well. Mm. Um, for those of you who do not know, uh, Vince McMahon is in legal hot water yet again, uh, over more of the same stuff as more evidence has come up of his, uh, wrongdoing. Um, and I don't want to say too much because it's, kind of fucked actually so if you're that interested in it you can you're more than welcome to go into you know a sex past like text yeah, messages or whatever a, read what a 70 year old man like sexes to people <laughs> like it's yeah fucking, exactly it's ugh. yeah anyway um yeah. yeah so he's out uh so he's out of tko like yeah vince is gone out. like vince is removed now from wwe like they yeah, obliterated um, his profile on the website like he is he is gone. Yeah, um, gone. he he turned in his resignation earlier this week, and uh, it's for the best of the company right now. Cause um, I went through that whole sixty-seven page document right before the Royal Rumble started, and uh, from the looks of things, this could potentially be not only a legal or a civil, you know, lawsuit. This could probably potentially lead to a criminal case. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. If you want to go read the document, that's fine, but. There's some really infuriating it's and disgusting shit in there. Yeah. Like, it's sickening. So. All of that to say, uh, Nick Hausman and a bunch of other people uh, asked uh, a bunch of the wrestlers and Triple H um, kind of about their thoughts mm. about Vince McMahon leaving and being ousted. Um, and people were being upset that they didn't say anything. Uh, these guys are under. Uh, uh, these guys are currently under investigation. The argument they can't say anything. The argument is he still he should have at least said that it's hey, there's an investigation yes. going on. I cannot say much. He said he didn't want to focus on the negatives and then bragged about the Netflix deal, which was an That's awful correct. choice. And That's people are correct. like, and <laughs> no, I well, kind of I kind of agree with people. It's like how did Tony Khan in a wig still give somewhat of a better answer than this? <laughs> like it's yeah. an yeah. awful like it is an awful it, it just. He should have had Nick Khan there. That should have been yeah, it. He, it should sure. have been trips should have been there. They should have anticipated this and they did not. That's just they arrogance. didn't get ahead of it at all. Like, and I do understand all that, but it's like I said earlier, this probably, you know, a potential criminal case coming from this. So I don't think Triple H wanted to say too much that might that, that might lead to something that might damage the company, but uh all that stuff's gonna come out in time. So yes. whether he wants to say it or not, it's gonna probably yeah. come out once this thing goes to court. So, yeah, it was just like, bro, you could have had at least had like a textbook, like just legal answer. Just we can't talk about it right now. It's a developing, developing, you know, thing. I can't really say much like at least give, give this is the, the one PR time answer. you give the PR answer. Yeah, you don't exactly. do you, you what he did <laughs> when asked that question. You you say this is the, you tell that you get ahead of it. I, I would have gotten ahead of it even as I, I get I like get to the table. I'm like, hey, before a lot questions going on right now, just four questions. Exactly. Can't talk about any of that it's, other stuff. Yeah, it's a they, sensitive like, matter. 
Man, that's all they, he needed to say right there. It, it was the energy of like an awkward dad who doesn't really know how to say anything, but only wants to be like positive, good vibes only. It was it was like that awkward dad energy. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it was like, man, I don't think I've ever seen trips like sweat from a question like this and just yeah. be so unprepared for something he should have known was coming. Like, and, uh, really, and, you know, and I kind of understand what the position is he is he is in because, you know, you're talking about your father-in-law here and you're learning about all this evil shit that your father-in-law has done, like a family member. And, you know, and you're trying to be supportive to your wife and you're trying to, I guess come to some grips with what the hell he's been doing i'm in the offices of the corporate cell of the corporate uh center but i'm did, not did going to give sense? i'm not gonna give him the benefit of the doubt that he's not involved to some degree on some of the shit that went down he had to yeah. know like there's, whether or not whether or not no he is directly no, whether or not he is directly involved in some of the shit that came down or whether or not he just knew about it trips is in some way complacent about this we're i can imagine we're going to find that out like you don't I'm going to find that eventually. I'm pretty certain there are several people in those WWE offices who are complicit with this. I think we're going to see okay. a ton of firings over the next year. Just like oh, TK, yeah. yep. TKO letting people go, not WWE. 100%, I know someone needs to get Bruce Pritchard out of there because he was the closest to McMahon. So I know he knew a lot about some of that shit that was going on. Yeah. There. Yeah. Well, so, well, so all a, of that to get ahead of that. It's a wild thing. We're like, wow, Vince was like ruining WWE on the inside. And now it's like he's gone. And now it's like there's this taint that's probably for like this next year is probably going to sour a lot of uh, a lot of things up there. And honestly, if there were people that were going to sign to WWE and they have contracts signed, but it's like they're still doing their stuff. I'd be like, I'm getting out of this contract because this is going to damage my public image being related to this company now. Like, I would yeah, see that from a performer standpoint. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the moment that that came out, if MJF was signed, just being like, you know what, I'm out. Like, this this is going to damage my public image, so I'm not going to get involved with your company at this shit going on right now. Yeah, because this yeah. is the type of PR nightmare that you don't want, you know. And it really took, you know, Slim Jim, you know, and other companies who were contemplating Pulling out they, the Royal Rumble, pulling the sponsorship out of the Royal Rumble. They still have Slim Jim, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you see what I mean? So, they had more like time than Slim Yeah. But still, I mean, that's, uh, the, the point is that there were other probably sponsorships that we're going to pull out depending on how worse this got. So, yeah. Uh, so, it's lots a good of thing a... that they pulled the plug on McMahon. I don't think, I think TKO themselves asked Mace McMahon to quit. I don't think he did that on his own accord. Yes. So a lot of uh, a lot of crazy shit behind the scenes. Uh, some interesting shit on the scenes uh, in this Royal Rumble. And uh, mm -hmm. let's just hop into it because this is a in terms of match amount. This is probably Four the matches. smallest pay-per-view they've done in a while. But they gave the both of the Royal Rumbles time to breathe. And I think one of them took advantage of that time better than the other one. Uh, I think when we get to the men's, we'll talk about that a bit. But uh. The Women's Royal Rumble once again starts the show. I think this is like the third year in a row they've had the Women's uh, Royal Rumble start. Yep. Um, I kind of like this Royal Rumble a lot. Uh, it was uh, really good. You start off. You start off with a re-debut, and you, you start just, it off just with keeps the, okay. Hitting. So they start off with Natalia, a workhorse of WWE's Women Division. You can always rely on mm -hmm. her to bring out the best in people. And then number two, you just get right into it. You bring Naomi back. 
Yep. They start off with oh, her. I'm, for Naomi. I'm glad. I'm happy to see her back. I hope everything that she's done outside of here has given her some time to improve her craft. And when we get later in the match, when Jordan Grace appears, a nice little TNA addition to the WWE uh, pool, you notice that there's a point where both Jordan Grace and Naomi have to slow down because the WWE women can't keep up with that TNA energy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Although I will say that when, um, and we're, you know, jumping ahead, but when yeah. uh, Jade Cargill gets in there, she's, she's able to hold her own with them. Yes. Uh, we also get this, finally the debut on screen of Jade Cargill uh, towards the end of the rumble. Uh, nice little surprise. Far in. It makes it pretty far in a nice little uh, return also of Liv Morgan. It's ha- it's good to see her back. Uh, I really like a little Christina Aguilera. So I really like this rumble. Just we got so many uh, NXT call ups uh, into this. Also, uh, we got, the you know, the picture of Daniel, the cooler Daniel. Yeah. All I'm thinking of yeah. is just Piper Nevin is just they need to book her like they're trying to keep booking Nia Jax. <laughs> Like, get Nia Jax out of here. Just let Piper Nevin be that woman of the division because it's just it's be, the Daniel. Be, it's the cooler Daniel. <laughs> She's yeah, the cooler let Daniel. Let be the monster woman of the division. Yeah, I kind of agree. But, you know, they put so much behind Nia Jax these past couple of months. And uh, I yeah. think they're going to roll with her for now. I don't know exactly what they're going to do with her, but... I guarantee you she's probably going to call Jade Cargill out. And if I remember, I, if I remember correctly, Nia Jax was eliminated by Jade Cargill towards the end yeah, right. of the Rumble. A nice uh, showing. And even Becky was kind of like, like impressed, like when the camera focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they, they booked Jade Cargill perfectly in this match. And um, I, think, I think she had a great they, showing. They, they, they did this in such a way that um, they gave Nia Jax all the eliminations just so they could have Jade Cargill give them to give Nia, um, Jade Cargill give her the Nia Jax elimination. And then, uh, we had it a great just, showing. Yeah, a great showing from Jade Cargill. We had a great showing in Jordan Grace. She actually was able to exist in this rumble longer than I thought they would let her. Um, she has two great face-offs, uh, one against Bianca Belair, which kind of got me hyped for that, you know, if we ever get a crossover down the road. Uh, she then gets eliminated by Bianca Belair uh, with a mm-hmm. sick-looking KOD on the outside. It was really good. Uh, and, I mean, Jordan Grace eats that cell on that yeah, You know, KOD. Jordan Grace, she, you know, it, it, going over that rumble again last night, Jordan Grace looks like she just fits right in there. We you had know? her her and Ivy Niles had a little face-off, and mm-hmm. it's, like, just so many, like, just inter- interesting character, uh, interesting, like, uh, character interactions between, you know, the current TNA knockout champion. Jade and Ivy had a really cute like hug off after after the rumble. They did, yeah. That yeah, was, they were uh, both in the WWE tryouts in 2019. Yeah, mm-hmm. WWE passed on Jordan Grace, like, yeah. and now it's just like, hey, I'm gonna show them what the fuck they missed out on. She looks, she looks phenomenal, man. Like, she, I, 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 I popped when I saw Jordan Grace. I was like, holy shit, they're actually like doing a part uh, thing. But and then I guess at the press conference they did kind of like undersell TNA a little bit which is just WWE fashion I guess it is it closer towards that she was like know. well she got to do this once in a lifetime thing and it's just like no man you both Endeavor has you deals with both James of them last like, time. just let do the crossover please <laughs> so 
I think they're uh, inching closer to that. Just be, yeah, we'll just have to. Well, they're both they're they're both run by Endeavor, so like yeah. it's fine. Well, yeah. Well, well, TNA has a streaming, a stream, deal, a streaming with Endeavor, deal, and you know they're on the TKO, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's um, coming soon. Yeah. Another great showing in this Rumble, uh, from a comedy standpoint, was Chelsea Green. There was like a whole segment like halfway through the match where Chelsea just keeps getting like sl- she gets people slammed on her. She gets smashed into the corners and she's just like and Piper's like trying to like shake her like back to consciousness. And I'm just like, I love like this role for Chelsea Green being just like this comedic act in <laughs> these kind of events. Yeah, she's just so good at it. Uh, and then it's, my it's the it's the Zack Ryder influence. It's the Zack Ryder influence. Uh, my favorite entry in the Women's Royal Rumble, R-Truth. <laughs> where uh, he interrupts sarah logan sarah logan gets in gets thrown out and then archers comedically asks adam pierce are you telling me all those people in that ring are women <laughs> it's like and then he's just like he gets told to leave <laughs> and then we're gonna jump jump ahead here he has a great moment in the men's royal rumble where he shows up thinking it's a tag match and gets a hot tag into <laughs> the like, royal rumble and dom like hot tags him and he gets into the rumble and i'm like this is we need to protect our truth at all costs i was telling my friend i'm like oh god please let our truth be innocent from all of this vince shit no kidding like please just tell me that our truth had nothing to do with this man like I'm just like, please, just let Archer be the good one. Like, keep him around. I need more of him. But, yeah, this uh, Women's Royal Rumble was fantastic. I mean, you had all your uh, mainstays. You had, you know, Becky Lynch show up. Uh, damage control, kind of. Had a little bit of a showing, and then Asuka and Kyrie get eliminated. And I think Kyrie was supposed to have the, like, save herself spot. Because she was like gripped on that apron with her feet on the LED panel, like trying not to get out of the ring. Uh, they were going to pull her up for a second. That's why I, that's I thought what they I was were thinking. going to have like the save, but it, she, then she fell. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess it was. It probably wasn't as Kofi as we were thinking. I don't think her musculature from where she was was going to let her move no. her feet anywhere but down. Because it looked like Oscar was trying to pull her back in, but she couldn't. Yeah. Um. Going on to the winner, uh, Bailey wins this Royal Rumble. Uh, probably planting the seeds to have her turn on EO at some point down the line. I think what we're going to see is Liv coming back to hopefully uh, get a shot at Rhea again. But fuck, I can't remember who won the. Uh, oh yeah, Bailey. I just mentioned Bailey won the women's. Oh, I can't remember ba- who Bailey won. Bailey won. Because uh, it was a really good um, ending too, where uh, Liv Morgan very like does the little guy thing and eliminates the tall in Jade, Jade Cargill. Yeah, she hits and her as, off, and then she's Liv holding Morgan. on, and Bailey hits her off the uh, yep the side of the apron. A good finish. Uh, the women will definitely have the better showing of this Royal Rumble uh, out of the two tonight. Uh, yeah, everybody came in here kind of looking very good at what they do even some of the nxt call-ups there were some moments that were kind of iffy but everybody did their job nobody looked sloppy uh, yeah, in the ring NXT, we got what tiffany stratton and roxanne Perez. tiffany stratton came out instantly doing a moonsault on the or a swanton mm-hmm. onto five other women and i'm like yeah, she looks like a million great. bucks 
Yep. Um, yeah, because I think Pat McAfee said one point, I was like, why is everybody this match so super athletic or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had, uh, yeah, from NXT, we had Tiffany Stratton, we had Roxanne Perez, uh, Abel Fire came out. Abel Fire, yeah. And she had a pretty long showing, too. Uh, I don't, I think aside from Sarah Logan, which might have just either been I don't know if she might have like a, a minor injury or just because of the art. Her spot was the R Truth uh, spot, which may lead into R Truth versus Ivar or something, you know, as a uh, feud. That probably Michael make the Cole most went sense. Crazy over the antlers. I don't know what the fuck that man was going on about. Like I, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it, it's like he has she has the antlers. I mean, she's going to win. Then she like just instantly know, gets. And I'm like, when was that established? Tells, <laughs> like, you know what this tells me though? This tells me that they are having so much more fun now that McMahon. There were several around. times uh, commentary corpsed because of Pat McAfee. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's I, you could hear it. There was like periods of silence and I could hear like in their voice, like them trying to hold back laughter and just Pat McAfee brings so much. I also, I we also to forgot to mention really that did. that Pat McAfee was doing commentary for the Rumble. And yes, uh, we had Michael you can Cole tell when he's missing. Yes, uh, we had Michael Cole and Corey Graves come out and then they sit down to start doing a thing. And then Pat McAfee music hits and you get a. Very genuine, like excited reaction from Michael Cole, mm-hmm. and Pat comes out, and I love Pat on commentary. He's so good. But uh, it's really good. Yeah, I really like this uh, Rumble. I mean, they gave him like an hour and twenty minutes for this Rumble. No, they was... were supposed to have fifty-five. They took another thirty. They took another ten minutes out of it. Yeah, it's just for that they had a very decently length Rumble, and it I mean, just for both. For both rumble matches too, those were pretty. Those were really long rumbles, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like shit with the fill. Yeah, so they had plenty of time to fill, you know. Yeah. And that's what I think made it better. Yes, yeah, yeah. so, I mean it was a great, uh, great rumble, and I'm interested to see where this goes for people like you know Jade Cargo, who's finally debuted, Liv Morgan, who's finally come back. You know, it's going to be uh, quite interesting to see the women's division shake up now. Especially, I guess, with Tiffany Stratton is probably getting a. Uh, Call up soon. Her and, and Braun Breaker. Her and Braun, just more people being added to the roster is going to definitely give it some more depth that it needs. Uh, like we said, Bailey won. Bailey won. Um, it was a, it was. I, I think the correct person to win. Yes, it, it, this is the second year in a row. I think the correct person uh, won the Rumble that needed to win. It's a booking decision that makes sense. You have a story that you can build to WrestleMania, which is now adding on to the damage controls, seeming like they're getting further and further from Bailey. Mm-hmm. So it adds a bit of mystique to what's going to actually happen because Bailey, although she stated that she was going after Rhea Ripley in the world, Heavyweight championship. Yeah. Maybe there's this possibility that she turns on the, yeah, I don't know. It's going it to be that bit of depth. Yeah. It's definitely going to add like a paranoia factor, uh, I mm-hmm. guess on EO's side, EO's uh, side of things. Uh, and then we move into the match that I think deflated the crowd for a little bit. They're, they they have a fatal four-way with Roman, LA Knight, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton, and you give these guys 15 minutes, and you have a still predictable ending. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who booked this? If this is Michael Hayes, he needs to go. Like, at this point, at this point, 
Roman can't lose. He has to lose at WrestleMania. That's the only way the title the the is, title change is going to matter. You have four guys who can probably creatively pull off a win that still, or creatively pull off a finish that still has Roman win. But we still go with the solo Samoan Spike like finish. Well, I, yeah, it's just like come on, man. What because the fuck? Because for like the last two or three years, once you've seen one Roman match. You've seen them all at this point. You yeah. knew how this was going to end. Yeah, he hasn't had a creative one since he took the title from Bray to begin with. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, and you could tell like it deflated the crowd the moment Solo showed up. It's like Bray Wyatt was alive when the last time Roman like had a had a good like yeah he was the previous match. champion before um, Roman won it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and the thing is, like, there's still some decent moments in this match. Like the match starts with three of them jumping Roman. Mm-hmm. And then Roman takes should. Roman takes all of their finishers, and then it kind of breaks down to L.A. Knight and A.J. going at it because that's the story uh, building up right now. Uh, yeah, it's just like, fuck, dude! Like you guys had four of these, you had these four performers, and you still couldn't come up with something better than Solo shows up. It's just They're, that's the all, formula right there. All four of them. Arguably at the top of their game right now. Yeah, like, I'm just like all the four fuck individuals you? here are doing are like great performers, except they're being kind of stuck in. It, it feels like they're 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 just in the motions until it's closer to WrestleMania. Like guarantee like, you, Elimination Chamber, you're not gonna see Roman, and then you'll see him at at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing with LA Knight now? Like, it's just this man had the hottest streak. Like near the end of last year, and now it's just like, man. They, they they really should have put the U.S. title on L.A. Night when uh, Austin Theory had it, right when he was you know on the rise, because that would have been great. I don't know what we're doing with L.A. Night now. He just think, seems like a background character. I think if Knight gets plugged into the feud of with the U.S. title, I think that's fine. I think if he beats Logan Paul or Kevin Owens or whoever, um, then I think that'll be fine. I think he should be the one to beat Logan Paul, though. So I want to say, give him something at least. I want to say, uh, nineteen thirty—it's it's flipped on mine, but nineteen thirty is the uh, match time uh, for this. But I'm pretty sure that's including the fucking entrances. Roman's entrance, yeah, yeah. Need, like four I think this was—I yeah, think this was a fifteen minutes for an entrance. I think this was a fifteen-minute match, and yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm. <laughs> it's like, it's like fine, okay. He holds the title, the whatever. We go to Elimination Chamber whatever like i'm just like god damn it at the moment solo showed up i was like okay bathroom break because i knew exactly how the match was going to fucking finish the match i didn't know how it was going to finish and it finished it in probably the stupidest way possible on a fucking (laughs) pay-per-view kevin owens versus logan paul that was creative they could have just had austin theory hit ko or you know whoever they could have just had him hit him with the knuckles and like let logan pin ko but no he got the knuckles from he hit logan and then he pinned him and the refs saw that ko still had the knuckles on and we get a finish by dq and you know what cracked me up fucking ple 
Yeah, and you know what <laughs> cracked me up was when Pat McAfee pointed that shit out himself. Because when he saw the we knew when the refs pointed at the knuckles, Pat McAfee was like, "Oh, so now he can see." Yeah, like they completely un, they completely undermined like their whole mindset about like match finishes and referees and stuff for this one match. And I'm like, you could have just had theory punched KO. That could have literally just like been it. And then while Logan goes and does whatever, you can give me like theory versus KO at elimination chamber or something. They, they literally like, just highlighted the logic flaw of referees yeah. in these matches. It's just like, oh my God, it's the actual time the ref does his fucking job. <laughs> like, at one time. It's just, I was, and again, I hate how good Logan is. I hate it. You're going to keep makes, hating it and it's it going to keep, be, he's going to keep being good. It makes me angry. <laughs> like, it makes me angry he can keep doing the shit that he does. You know, this what? is why he's a good heel. Yeah. And, and, you know, at this point, he is what he is. He's pretty good. You know, he's entertaining. I ain't gonna lie. Shark, Sharky, people who are good at wrestling aren't necessarily good people. I you know this. Just, There's like six of them currently employed right now. When it came to talent, why him? Why not me? <laughs> like, <laughs> it should have been me. And not even like for wrestling. Just like take whatever like talent amount he has for wrestling and just give that to me for like some other shit I do in my lifetime, please. You can't have talent and money. It it shouldn't work like that. You should have one or the other. You should, be good. you should be good at something, but broke or bad at everything and rich. <laughs> like He has the money to buy. He has the money to say, hey, Shawn Michaels, train me. Yeah, just God. But yeah, Logan retains. So I'm wondering yep. if they're going to uh, do something at Elimination Chamber with him, or maybe we're going to get a rematch for him and KO down the line. Maybe WrestleMania. I feel like they're going to want Logan at WrestleMania. So... I've noticed well, Logan is like WrestleMania. He's got a spot. Oh, obviously. for sure. I I feel like Logan is slowly being more active on the roster than Roman. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I, there was a, there was a funny thing he that signed happened. a contract uh, extension. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a really funny quip by Michael Cole. Uh, when when uh he was like, so I I know a lot of fans complain about like Ro- Roman only only having so many title defenses, and to that I say, beat him. Yeah, it's just I thought that was really funny. Yeah, and it's just like Yeah, at least like still show up once in a while, man. Yeah. But it's gonna be fun because now we have Cody versus Roman for WrestleMania. And the planned Rollins CM Punk uh match is probably not happening. It's open smoke. Y'all. What did you what did you say in Discord? Look in my eyes, what do you see? <laughs> Punk has another injury. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Torn tricep uh, predicted four to six months out, so he's going to miss WrestleMania. Yeah, Which means like, the fallback plan right now is Drew versus Rollins, and Drew gets the fucking title. Like, just do a the fallback plan right now is to have Seth Rollins in the ring, cutting cutting his promo, and just fucking get Damian Priest in there. Yes, if it, if it turns if it turns out that Rollins cannot defend his title because of his injury. Just have him get attacked by Judgment Day and just take it off him on an episode of Raw. Put intrigue going into the fucking event. Oh, like, it's almost like we're recording on the Monday on Monday Night Raw. Hmm. 
Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, so apparently Punk's going to be in Tampa to address his uh, situation. Yeah. And I'm like, can this man not join a company and get injured in the first, like, two weeks that he's actually wrestling? Be taken off TV <laughs> for four seeing, months. See, this is the pattern we're seeing Punk for the last two I think two this years. is his plan. Come back, gets injured, comes back. <laughs> like, fight somebody, gets injured, comes back, gets injured. This man was like, I wasn't supposed to get injured until I had the title. Like, that yeah. was the way I got injured by a DDT on a tricep. <laughs> like... I was just so it's God, you could just do it. Just do it on. Just do it. Just give me either put it on McIntyre and let. Do the comedic thing and have Priest cash in on Cody the one night he has the belt. (laughs) Like, I still think that would be the most like fuck you thing to Cody Rhodes that they do. Oh, that would piss Cody Rhodes. You win the universe. You you go through. You go through hell. You fight off Solo. You fight off Jimmy. You finally beat Roman. He's battered and bruised, and then Damien cashes in the same night. (laughs) Cody Rhodes, the shortest reigning Universal Champion. So yeah, it's either McIntyre or Priest. I think those are the two options now. Uh, I don't think Rollins should leave WrestleMania with the title. I think he's had it long enough. He's um, in Saudi Arabia in May, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been long enough. We don't need these multi-year champions again. I'm wondering when Gunther's going to lose his Intercontinental. I'm wondering who he's going to lose it to. So it's just. I don't know. He's run through the roster. I think only a pissed off Chad Gable would make me happy. You know, like <laughs> you just, just you still just run just want Chad Gable. He the man deserves it. <laughs> he has proved <laughs> to be a workhorse. Uh, Look, if Chad Gable was like number one and like Gunther no was number Gable two in the Rumble, was he? Is he oh, injured? Interesting. I don't think no, he's injured. I just think they left him out of the Rumble. That's right. They left I mean, Otis out. They left Otis out too. Yeah, yeah. So, Alpha Academy was in the Rumble. Well, Maxine was in the Women's Rumble, but that was about it. No either. Oh yeah, she yeah, was. She, she was. Like yeah. uh, we were getting into like 27, 28, and twenty nine in the men's, and I was like, "Who the fuck do they have left?" And then Ricochet hit. And I'm like, "I forgot he worked for this company." <laughs> like, <laughs> we're like trying to figure it yeah, out, and know. then like Drew's music hit. And I was like, "I forgot he worked here too." Like it's just. I mean, well, Drew's been on Raw the last several weeks, so I mean, I knew he I just was completely here, like Ricochet. forgot he was somebody on their like cast list for the show. There's an there's an episode of Impact that they can film with Drew, Bobby. Um, CM Punk, like yeah. they just bring in a random dude from TNA just to spice yeah. things up, bring in um, Moose. Yeah, so a deflating fatal four way and then a dumb finish to the US title. And then we move into the men's rumble, which starts strong and then kind of meanders for a bit until like the last 15 minutes. I got bored. Yeah, it I really did. It like, started with Jimmy. Like we, we all popped for Jay and Jimmy. Yes, so crazy. like entries like 10 to 23. It just feels like nothing exciting really happens. There's no like big spots. There's no like big like moments or anything. And then well, it's like was, as we well, get to. Yeah. Pat McAfee. That yes. spot. So running down the list here, they, they do it. They finally pull the trigger. The rumble starts with the tease of Jay and Jimmy. And Jimmy Uso does great fucking crazy eyes to his brother. Like, and Jimmy has some like pretty funny moments throughout this rumble where he keeps trying to dap people up and then keeps getting hit. 
like it's I'm like this man is the most unserious guy on the raw roster on the uh, Smackdown Uso, roster right now yo, like, Jimmy Uso should not be this funny I don't know why I am enjoying Jimmy Uso right now he's one of my favorites he should not be this damn hilarious yeah. but he is so it's, he's he's just happy his wife's back yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, so they starts us off with Jimmy and Jay. They have a nice little back and forth, and then we get hit. Uh, by we get hit with uh, Grayson Waller, who shows up. Uh, him and Jimmy kind of double team Jay for a little while. Number four hits. We predicted it. Andrade is back in WWE mm-hmm. uh, to a kind of mild pop. Honestly, I felt kind of bad for the guy. <laughs> like nobody eh. really. Uh, just the crowd didn't like roar for him coming back like they did uh, with Naomi. It's kind of funny actually it was like, yeah. oh okay it's like well, oh andrade's back <laughs> so that's about it oh yeah andrade's back oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, okay. carmelo hayes uh debuts uh from nxt or comes up from nxt to join the rumble carmelo hayes looks like a star he's definitely going to be a building block in this company carmelo he's- has charisma that it's what and i say this every time jay uso comes out jay uso just fucking is like oozing mm-hmm. charisma. And Carmelo has, has that same energy. Yeah. yeah, they have such a command of the crowd that there are bands that are out out there right now that wish that they could have that kind of command of the crowd. Yeah, you know, and, and, and you know what else too? Trick Williams has that same thing because um, yeah. I think he came out on SmackDown. Everybody knew who he was. Okay, yeah. they were all saying whoop that trick like along <laughs> to his song. Um, they Booker made, T has helped a lot with they that made, too. Yeah, he did a, his a lot of stuff on M, uh, NXT commentary. Like really helped, uh, really helped sell Trick Williams, and I'm excited yeah. for both of them on the main roster in the future. Uh, then we get Shinsuke, who's just kind of a you know Royal Rumble consistent at this point. Mm-hmm. He's always going to be there. Uh, Santos Escobar. And then for all of the energy that Carmelo and Jay brought, then we get hit by Karrion Cross, and nobody cares. So, yeah. man, what has gone? What has gone wrong with Karrion Cross in, in WWE? Uh, we pointed the exact thing. He was great in NXT, being portrayed as a monster, and then they let Adam Cole cook him with a promo. He has not been right. He has since. not recovered. Like, he, he did not recover in NXT from that, and then they moved him onto the main roster, and he lost to Jeff Hardy in his first match. It was just like a back-to-back, like two-piece combo, mm-hmm. and then they put yeah. him in the like the Road Warrior like gimp, like outfit. They made him Lord Humongous from Mad. They Max. made him Lord Humongous. Yep. And I'm like, here's what you do: cross, you shave your head, you wear the tactical vest like you did in TNA, and you just beat the shit out of people. You don't yeah. have you don't have this like weird like TikTok gimmick. You just beat the hell out of people, like Which that's. I think that- which I think they're starting to move away from because they gave him this faction with the Final Testament, and that's the fucking coolest thing they've done with can him. I just, can I just say, I'm glad AOP's back. Yeah, I, so I, don't know, I don't know why they had contracts signed for like eight months before they showed up on TV, though. <laughs> like, they were just hey, there. Hey, fuck that. I, I'm, I, I got paid. I'm, I'm in they favor of, of corporations paying their um, talent I just, for nothing. I just have to say... I want to get paid to do nothing. Cross's finisher looks, it's the most like creator wrestle finisher I've ever seen. The pump handle into an F5 is just not necessary. <laughs> it's like, it's just an F5. Yeah. But he does like a pump handle like lift onto the shoulder that he then has to adjust in order to hit the F5. And I'm like, God, even his finisher looks fucking stupid. <laughs> like, just, just do a TKO, man. Just do a TKO. It's okay. Yeah. Just do the cross hammer and the crowd and the jack and the um what do you call the cross jacket like he used to do. 
uh after the, the cross, cross thing. yeah after cross we get dominic mysterio who apparently okay so later in the match we get braun breaker he throwing people left and right he fills the role that brock lesnar would have but brock lesnar was removed from this rumble because of all the shit that we talked about at the start of the episode it was in the plan for dom to eliminate brock because they wanted brock versus dom at elimination chamber and i was like i don't understand any of who thought that'd be a good fucking idea because dom's going to just get fucking destroyed it's gonna be hilarious to watch but that is seems like a huge insult to dom considering everything that he's like shown that he can be why are you just gonna feed him to lesnar that would just kill his heat yes so have you not heard the man he's been getting booed out of buildings so but thing it's like okay so you're going to have him eliminate brock probably get massive heat and then what just get like destroyed like kofi did yeah, like, that's pretty much what they're gonna do. Like, that's pretty much what they were gonna do with him. Everybody, everybody's you know, on a chair like, woo. Well, but I'm like, he's. I think he's deserved to still be treated better than that as a performer. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know what the end game to that because you're not gonna have Dom beat Brock. You're not. Without well, a bunch this, of interference. Well, thank the thank God all this stuff came out because Dom doesn't have to go through that now, and yeah. that's probably the best for him. Uh, if he goes against Braun Breaker, I'd, I'd actually laugh. Uh, Braun, however, did the yeah. most that he could out of his showing, and he looked fantastic. Braun looked uh, like a million bucks. I, did, I am he going to point to out. Roster. I am going to point out though that I'd still think Braun and Bobby Lashley's spears look fucking awful. Oh so, yeah. So Bobby does a spear, but he'll like hit at an angle and then like spin to like land on his own back, and I'm like, you're not like really hitting him though you're like just shoulder checking him <laughs> so <laughs> like, the thing yeah. about that is that looks much better in one-on-one matches and yeah. bobby didn't really adjust to that to being a multi in a multi-man match because he had he runs the risk if he rolls too hard of like hitting somebody else yeah no I, no I, i'm gonna disagree with sharky on i'm talking on that one because i think bronze spear looks like a straight-up football tackle it looks like it hurts so uh it may not look the best but it probably it doesn't. I, like I guess it it's just the, the mo- I guess it's just like the momentum of it just doesn't yeah. seem as strong, but it is just like a takedown. I think like compared to Roman Spear, like Roman Spear looks like he's just like launching himself at you in a takedown. I guess just from the air that he gets like going into the spear. But yeah, Braun's just like he just like runs into you and takes you down. Yeah. Like, but like Bobby is like running and then like hits and like spins off to the side, which is like that does not look good. Me- you would, he would make more sense if he did the pounce because I like when bigger wrestlers do the pounce better oh, yeah. anyway. I think so. It's, that would also it, be another difficult move to hit in a Royal Rumble situation. Yeah. yeah. Too many bodies in the you ring. You can pounce him into somebody to knock him off like the ropes. Like, that would yeah. be a pretty yeah. cool uh, spot to it. Um, We get Carlito, who pulls out the dick apple, as we have called it. <laughs> yeah, that was a little... That was a, that was a little weird. Uh, We get Bobby. We get Ludwig. Every time I see Ludwig, I'm like, this man just put strap a rocket to him. Like you're probably going to do with Carmelo. This man's fantastic. His character is so fucking annoying, and I love it. Uh, we yeah, got it's Austin Theory, Finn Balor, Cody Rhodes hits, uh, Bronson, Kofi, who does not get a save spot this year. Um, uh, I don't know if they can trust him with not botching a save spot like he did a few he years ago. One save yeah. spot. He's botching one, and they're like, that, a... "That's it, man. We we can't I, risk I, I it." Think, I think we've gotten to the point where um, we're not doing any more save spots with Kofi, then especially after last year. So. Yeah, 
we he get botches uh, one and all of a sudden yeah whatever and then like running through the rest of this list we get uh some of the we get some of the normal people we get gunther who there's a nice little uh back and forth with him and cody in the match from last year yep uh shinsuke and cody, the same way too yeah shinsuke and cody have a little face off based on their awkward feud that they had late last year also yeah uh we have ivar who gets speared midair by braun which was a pretty good spot uh omas hits and he's kind of serving as like the monster of this omas uh, is back omas is back uh even here on the wikipedia it says unaffiliated they don't know what show he's on yet mm-hmm. uh McAfee, McAfee hits gets into the ring but sees braun and omas looking at him and then eliminates himself from the royal rumble which i thought was yeah, a pretty funny grandma. spot he, he he does the Grandpa Simpson spot in real life. Like, comes he, in. like, steps in, sees Omos and Braun just, like, staring at him, and then steps, steps back out. over the rope and goes back to the commentary. He, I, I, he gets on the thing and is like, why'd y'all let me do that? Uh, we get Mr. Funko Pop himself, J.D. McDonald, uh, who kind of gets, like, the comedy spot of just being hit by a spear uh, on his way up to the ring. And I thought he was going to be the guy who just keeps getting hit by people coming in and not actually getting into the rumble, which would have been a pretty uh, nice callback. The R-Truth one, we talked about it earlier, though. R-Truth yep. showing up and then thinking this is a tag match. If we can just have R-Truth do this in every stipulation match that he's a part of, just like, what was it, a few years ago he like brought the ladder in? Like thinking oh, it was yeah. a ladder match? For, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, like, what are you doing? He gets on the rope and he's like calling for Dom to tag him, and he Dom gets a hot tag on R Truth, and the crowd loves it. Like the crowd goes fucking crazy. Yeah, let's just keep R Truth in the permanent state of not knowing the stipulations for a match. Yeah, and then we get you know Miz, Damian Priest, CM Punk, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and Sami Zayn coming back at number thirty. Zayn's back. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice seeing Sami Zayn nice back. A lot of nice returns. Uh, when. Who did we get as the final four? We had uh, Cody, CM Punk, Gunther, McIntyre, Andrew. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We had those four. Uh, CM Punk came out at like 26. And by the time that 30 came out, Punk was looking gassed out like this man. is just not fit for these kind of matches anymore. It's kind of ridiculous. This man went to, what, three 60-minute draws with Samoa Joe in 2004? And now he's just like... Fuck, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, he gets hit with a future shock DDT in this match, and that's the point where he tore his tricep. Uh, you see him after he gets it, he rolls to the corner to talk to one of the refs. It does come down as predicted to him and him and Cody as the final two, and he starts talking his shit, saying he didn't wait ten years to come back to lose to Dusty's kid, and then promptly and gets thrown out. <laughs> promptly gets thrown out by Dusty's kid. Uh, That's good. Cody, for the first time since Stone Cold, is the back-to-back Rumble winner, which actually is kind of impressive. I actually thought we'd had some back-to-back earlier. Maybe just that's what Roman Reigns does to me. I thought he had one multiple we had, Rumbles back-to-back. We had Shawn Michaels do one, skip a year, and then win the next one. But yeah. Stone Cold was the only one who won back-to-back. Yeah, and It was I interesting think that they brought that up in was, when they were doing by the numbers thing, because they don't usually bring that up. Yeah, because I was... Uh, I was looking at it earlier and it looked like, yeah, it's like two. It was like not, it was late 90s or 2000s, I think. Mm-hmm. They said 26 uh, years, but I think that math is off. So I don't I think, think it's probably 
Did Stone Cold do it in in 97 and 98? 1999, I believe. That's what it was. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that that timeline, that timeline checks out. He also said that there have never been two winners of a rumble. And I promptly called bullshit after my shot of vodka that I took at my friend's house. (laughs) Yeah. And Lex Luger says hi. Yeah. It was like, there have never been two winners of a Royal Rumble. And I'm like, it's Bret Hart and Luger. That was Batista Batista and Cena. (laughs) So, but I mean, there was no winner. I guess they did the overtime. I was like, Luger and Owen, but Batista and Cena did go to sudden death because I yeah. mean, it still counts. That was the night Vince tore both his quads. Right? Vince quad. tore both yeah. of his quads. Yeah, let that be the last mention we have of Vince McMahon where he tears his quads walking. Yeah, uh, they. I think they said like it was. What was it? It was. Uh, it was Owen and Owen and Warrior or Brian Warrior. It was, it was Owen and Luger. Owen, Owen and Luger. I think they. Uh, I think my friend brought up like I think they just cheered for Owen no, harder. Brett and Luger. Oh, they just Brett cheered. Yeah. They just cheered for Brett more. So they're like, right, Brett wins. <laughs> like the crowd yeah. cheered more for Brett. So like, Brett wins it. Woo! <laughs> like, I think in the uh, record books it is Brett and Luger though. Yeah. Yeah. Because that because yeah, that was WrestleMania attended that year, and uh, mm-hmm. they 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 both wrestled Yoko for the title, and I think Brett won it. Mm-hmm. But like. I'm looking, at this, I'm looking at this men's like entry chart, and I think between Santos Escobar and Cody, which is 15, so that's eight people, and then from Cody to R Truth, which is 15 to 24, there's not a lot happening in this rumble. It's just literally just a battle royale. It's like there's no big like team up spots. There's no like interesting like fighting on the apron moments. It's like this is the like the most mid men's one I think in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, but like I said, it's all kind of building from that J Jimmy start to like that last 15 minutes with the final four and then the Cody Punk 1v1. Because after that Cody Punk 1v1, it becomes a singles match for like 10 minutes. Yep. So. Which is impressive considering one of them has a torn, you know, uh, tricep at that time. Yeah. Uh, and then when Cody wins, he points to Roman. He's coming for the title and all of that. And Punk's looking kind of like, God damn it. I lost. <laughs> I lost to Dusty's kid. I lost to Dusty's kid and I tore my triceps. So I don't know. I'm going to get WrestleMania this year. <laughs> it's yeah. like, but I'm like, how the fuck does this man keep going to companies and instantly getting injured? I think it's planned at this point. It's planned. <laughs> like, no, you can't plan this stuff. It, maybe he's just like I said, you've been out of the ring ten years long enough. You don't uh, have the same. Kind yeah, of I want to also also want to point out somebody uh, said like that Claymore years. that Claymore that Drew did to Cody knocked a tooth out. But looking at that picture more, I think that's just a chunk of Carlito's apple. <laughs> because it's like it's white it's like white with like a little bit of Holy red shit. like it's like white with a little bit of red on the backside so i'm like that might just be an apple chunk it just probably was like finding itself next to cody because if he was if he had busted a tooth out cody's mouth would have been he would have been bloody yeah so i think that's just a chunk of carlito's apple that was left in the ring <laughs> That's uh, funny as hell. I also want to point out my friend 
my friend pointed it out to me, the Women's Royal Rumble, about halfway through the match, refs are having to reach into the ring to pull fucking pieces of weaves out of the ring because there's so much hair being lost <laughs> during yeah, that match. Yeah. I'm I like, mean, what'd you like, expect? The refs were like, everywhere. Hair the refs were like leaning in when they had time to like clean up the mat a little bit. I'm like, there's so hey, much the hard hair. Cam? Where's the hard cam? It's, oh, it was so funny. Uh, yeah, it's like, this is a great four match rumble. I would love it if this was kind of the thing going forward, like two longer rumbles and then two, you know, whatever matches, maybe a US title or intercontinental title match, whatever. Uh, you don't I want Gunther been, being in the rumble that year. I would have enjoyed it if Rhea put her her title on the line. Yeah. Or, or EO. Um, but other than that, I thought the match length, the match, you know what we were given as far as the the rumble matches themselves were great like the length was good the right I think, people won i think this fatal four way could have had a few more weeks to cook and add two more people and just make it an elimination chamber match i don't think they had to put it on this royal rumble card honestly i would have saved that for the elimination chamber because uh this just felt like that second match just fell flat to me especially after you had that Excellent women's Royal Rumble, especially with that spot with Bianca and Jade. I forgot to mention that earlier. Yeah, they had the face but, uh, off that that face off we knew was going to happen. And I'm like, that's so much. Like this. I'm like, that's yeah. so much. Injected into my veins. I was just like, that's so much woman for me. But good <laughs> like, that excited. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Hey man, there was Damn. a there was a there was a lot of a lot of women in that match that were just a lot of women. Yeah, whether it be Bianca yes. or Jordan or Jade, it's like there were there were some women in that match that was just like like the sweating, <laughs> exactly. the sweating meme, <laughs> like they could bench press me, <laughs> like. But um, but getting back to it, but go, but but going from that excitement to this fatal four way, um, I, I just did I that just really. Just interrupted it, the whole flow of the pay per view. I just it, did not like the it. The thing was, like, it had a good flow in the match until Solo showed up. Yeah, and then everybody in the crowd—you could feel the crowd just deflate because they knew exactly the where crowd it was going. Goes mild because yeah. that's how all these Roman matches are now. You know, maybe it's just, it, some of these matches end up being good, but they always have—they always end up with a shitty ending. Have to show up and just mess the whole fucking thing uh, up. To be fair, though, he did not get a lot of interference this match because I think he started attacking uh, AJ or LA Knight on the outside and then sent himself through the barricade, almost yeah. taking out Samantha Urban. Samantha like, Urban fucking bolted. Like she pulled back in her chair a lot because Solo like full sent himself through that barricade. <laughs> um, that was funny. We do get an interesting finish. Who? I think it was AJ that took the pin. Mm -hmm. uh, but there was a moment, uh, I think Randy and LA Knight were, or Roman and LA Knight, where he pushed him into the rope and knocked AJ off. Uh, and I think that kind of set up uh, like the beginning of the end of this match. Yeah. I don't think Randy did a lot in this match aside from his like usual stuff. I don't think he was I mean, actually. All he like, has to do is his usual stuff at this point. He did. He did his DDT. He did his like snap power slam that he does. He hit Roman's like spear with another RKO counter, which always looks so good. Those two mm -hmm. guys know they know how to time uh, that spot really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. It's just so funny seeing Roman takes everybody's finisher that match though. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 
But yeah, it's just like you're really going to give these guys like fucking 15, 20 minutes and then still end with a solo finish. Like, God damn it, dude. Fire that fire that producer, that agent. It's just like you guys can come up with something new after a year. Like, we've seen the same thing from these matches the last two years. I don't think it's going to change much until WrestleMania when Cody, hopefully. What's the uh, SpongeBob meme? The SpongeBob meme? How many times we have to teach this? No, it's the old reliable where he opens the, uh, like, the the, the, the net thing, and it's just like a solo finish. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. old reliable. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then I I still think that KO Logan Paul finish was fucking stupid for a pay per view. Like, that's. For some reason, it just that left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, what the it fuck? It made no sense, honestly. The only time the like, ref the is one time the ref, ref can never do his job when fucking the bloodline gets involved, but the moment he's pinning somebody, he notices the brass knuckles. The moment like, his face starts doing heel shit, that's when he's like, oh, mm-hmm. the, moment the, face, the moment the face decides to go kind of badass and does something, the ref's instantly like, mm-hmm, can't have that. Nope, <laughs> so, we're not doing that. DQ. It was a stupid finish. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's a, it's the Patrick, the Patrick with the blind like glasses on. It's like the refs when the heels cheat, <laughs> and then it's like the refs when the faces cheat. And it's the eyes on the map. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can we just get some fucking consistency in wrestling, please? Uh, so yeah, a great women's rumble, a okay men's one. Uh, like I said, it starts strong, then it meanders, and then it ends strong. And then two matches. Fair, I, I don't I don't I don't want my my two matches to overshadow the rumble matches. That's fair. But I don't, I also, I don't want those to be better. I also don't want them to like be like, oh God, really? I, like, I didn't expect most from that fatal four way anyway. So I mean right. it worked out. Yeah. But I, I don't think... know. Maybe, maybe just me, I just did not like how the men's rumble was. It just felt boring to me. Until like maybe the first look to the start of the match at the end of the match, that was fine. But everything else in between just felt like filler. You know, so I don't know. It's like I just feel like they probably could have had probably more character interaction. Mm -hmm. Like there weren't a lot of like there were a lot of big characters in the Rumble. There wasn't a lot of like history being like referenced. You know, like they had the Shinsuke and Cody moment, and then they had the Gunther Cody moment. But like they didn't give a Drew McIntyre like Gunther real like one on one face off after all the shit Mm -hmm. that they did to each other. Uh, I they think had a the, little bit of it, and then they, they kind of had to keep going. Yeah, I think by the time Sammy came out, Jay had already been eliminated. So they couldn't, like, build off of that, you know, <laughs> or have Jay and Sammy, like, fight Jimmy. Like, I feel like maybe Sammy coming out earlier might have helped. Like, I think you probably could have given Punk the 30 slot or something like that and like let Sammy kind of come out probably like replace him with Ivar or something you know like just let yeah. him be there sooner um the placements were just like the i guess just like the energy of the entries were kind of off for everything we've done on the show though it's still not the worst rumble we've watched i will say that <laughs> so we watched the worst rumble we've watched the worst rumble <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah uh so next for wrestling, we have Elimination Chamber. Uh, I think Revolution. Yes, I believe that's the next uh, one. Oh, no, Elimination Chamber is in February. Then we have Revolution March third. Okay, so oh, okay. So the thing with Elimination Chamber is that it's at a six a.m. on a Saturday. So mm-hmm. uh, you, you may catch that on Sunday. 
Uh, we might catch that later Saturday or on Sunday, uh, but I'm probably going to go into that one like completely spoiled because of fucking Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have to take it for what it is. And then, yeah, we'll have Revolution in March, and then we'll have Mania in April, which, if Cody does not win the title, is going to be an hour-long me bitch fest. So I hope you all yep. are ready for that. <laughs> and if it's going to be uh, Cody wins and then gets cashed in on, it's going to be thirty. It's going to be an hour of me saying they fucking did it because <laughs> I didn't expect <laughs> them to. The Mad Lads did it. They did it. They just wanted to piss off everybody more. <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh no, I think uh I think Priest is probably gonna take Rollins' belt at some point. I think yeah. that's the plan because I don't see Cody resigning if that's the case with Damian Priest when his next contract is up. <laughs> uh nope. Yeah, I was just like it has to happen this year though at Mania. Like I feel like it has to happen in April. They gotta pull the trigger on this because th- I think this has gone on too long. And I think, uh, it's time for the end of, you know, the Roman reign. They should do the WWE championship. They should do the normal bloodline interference, but then have like Sammy and Jay come out to even it up, like call back all the history that the last year has built up. You yeah. know, Cody has goons in his corner too, ready to, you know, take out Romans. Like it's going to be the fucking NWO and degeneration X moment of like Cody's team versus Roman's team. Coming out to even the odds. Right. Um, things I hope for in the future, I do hope we see more crossover with TNA and WWE. I think WWE is so far behind in the business when it comes to cooperation. I think that if people in current positions of power at WWE are found to be involved in all this bullshit, then TKO is going to assign some people. And I think TKO might be a little more free to uh, cross promotion stuff especially if it brings eyes to their product more if it brings eyes to all their products they don't give a shit if it brings up they won't care so i hope that we can get a real like unified wrestling industry yeah i think with Ari Emanuel running the ship now uh it's probably more likely than it was back when vince was running the ship because i think Ari Emanuel is open to working with other wrestling companies you know um he has triple h right there because triple h has always been a guy that is willing to work with other companies. I mean, that's he's for business. people from New Japan before. So, dude, oh, that's the thing that got. That's another thing I want to bring up. He, uh, he pretty much shit talked the whole concept of Forbidden Door and everything. And I'm like, Trips is mad he didn't sign any of the New Japan free agents <laughs> because Tanahashi coined that term. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like, he didn't sign any of the four big releases that yeah, no, came out of New Japan about, this year. And it's looking more, more likely that Okada and uh, Mercedes Monet are both ending up in AEW soon. So yeah. we'll see about that, though. Trips couldn't land Jay White. Trips couldn't land Osprey. Trips couldn't land Okada. It's like, none of them. None of them. Uh, and yeah, it's just like, we're not going to say something about like a door that people walk through that's stupid. And I'm like, you're just mad at New Japan. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're mad at New Japan, aren't you, Squidward? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was. I hope by 2025 we start to see a more relaxed crossover potential for companies. I, I think we'll be fine. I think we're going to get some really good ones coming up um, soon. Just it's a matter of, of you know, how many people, people are still the there? Like, <laughs> how many people is, are still in this company? 
by the time all of this happens. Yeah, it's like, who do we have left? Yeah, just they like get rid of everybody involved. Just like, okay, who's left? <laughs> it's like, for sure. I honestly believe that's probably why Kevin Dunn jump shipped. Uh, I can't imagine Kevin Dunn didn't know about it, especially with how long he's been there. Mm. But again, this is all no, speculation. I'm not going to like say that he was involved, but for somebody as close to Vince as he was, suddenly just leaving like that, I think he knew that shit was about to go down. And on top of that, I don't think he wanted to um, TKO all and just uh, telling him how to do things or how to conduct his business. So I will say he just pretty much left. Based on that, uh, this show was good with the production quality. There was not a lot of crazy ass camera cuts. Yes. Oh, I, God. I, I could that, watch it. And I, I see what happens. It's cool. I can see what's happening. I like <laughs> so, how they use the drone for the, um, the little small sweep in effect. Mm hmm. That was pretty cool, you know. They also they had the, the camera on. They had the camera on like the rail and like the walkway too, which yeah. was a uh, pretty cool to follow like the wrestlers coming down. I liked mm. that this entrance felt very classic, like Royal Rumble. Like this was the kind of entrance they used in the '92 one that we watched. Mm -hmm. It's it's reminiscent of like MSG. Yeah, it's not a big stage. It's just like it's just an aisle like through the crowd, and I'm like, I kind of dig that uh, style entrance for this more. Yeah, but yeah, uh, overall, you know, I'd say seven out of ten. This was probably one of their this was this was a passable pay-per-view, all things considered. That's good. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was OK. Um, I'll give it a six point five out of ten. You know, just, it's the, just, the, women, the women's rumble was the high point of the show, though. The women's rumble very much so carried it. Yeah. And then we get yeah. the finish with Cody winning, which was the correct winner. If Punk had won, I don't think yeah. people would have looked at this fondly. Uh, if it, it was one of those, it was because the last the three women that were there were uh, and, and the women's rumble were uh, Liv, Jade, Liv, Jade and, and, Bailey. and Bailey. And I would have been OK with any of either of them winning because mm -hmm. I see Bailey gets to go to EO. If Liv wins, she can run back the Rhea feud. And then Jade, if she wins, just it's like hey, rocket her. Yeah, it's just like if Jade wins, it's like I'm coming for the division and just build that around like the storyline of her just tearing through the women's division. Mm-hmm. That would so, that would actually have been I, I actually think that would have been fire as hell if if Jade wins and they just like she just starts like manhandling everybody. Did you, did you notice her song is just a remix version of her AEW theme? Yeah. 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 I was like they nailed it the first time. <laughs> like yep, yep, yep. was it Mickey and, uh Mickey Ruckus or something? Like whoever who and, does and, the and just, and just like with um and just like with Cody, you know, they kept their AEW presentation mm -hmm. because they know. Okay, yeah. don't change anything about Jade. Don't the we thing, change anything about Cody. I will argue, based on one of the lifts that she did, there's one thing that they should have j uh, changed for Jade, and that is give her more cover on her tops, because she is almost losing those tops several times in that rumble. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that was the same problem she had in AW. They were just like, the tops were like one size too, uh, too dangerous <laughs> for when it came to, to That's things. A the wardrobe malfunction waiting to happen yeah so i'm like just give her a little bit give her like the cross like cover on top or something something that will just hold it together you know uh they're fighting yeah. for their lives they're fighting they, that that top is fighting well, for its it, life or at the very least give us some double-sided tape yeah yeah uh i we're gonna we're going to get it i kind of can't wait for her versus bianca i'm wondering I if that i'm wondering if it. they'll just be... make that like a singles match at mania that would be like, so cool. Just not no title, just just one on one. 
like the two of them. I mean, they got a couple months to build that up. So if they're going to go that Mm -hmm. route with Bianca and Jay, I wouldn't mind at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's all my thoughts on it. Yeah, that's all I got. So once again, Punk is injured. I think John Moxley uh, continues to prove right. Fragile ego, fragile body. <laughs> like, <laughs> you <Yeah>. don't miss. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, uh, if you liked this podcast with the new screen presentation that I have set up here, uh, let us know. You guys just aren't seeing like Discord screens anymore. I actually put like effort into having our cameras like look nice. So, <laughs> production for the new year. This is our first episode of the new year, also. New year, new us. And based on WWE's uh, based on WWE's pay per view schedule and AEW's pay per view schedule, I think we have sixteen more episodes this year. So it's gonna be a a lot of square triangle for twenty twenty four. But yeah, so I got nothing else. You guys, that's it for me. Nah, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much done. All right. Well, thank you all for watching. This is the. uh, Episode for the 2024 Royal Rumble feels so weird. But I keep the naming schemes on these episodes. I have to put like the year of these events just because I know we're going to go multi-year. <laughs> so I have to say like Survivor Series 2023 because I'm going to have to do Survivor Series 2024 because they don't do like subtitles for these Survivor Series or pay-per-views or anything. So, all right, everybody, we will catch you uh, next month for this uh, for this show. And Decca and I will catch you at some point for without context. So, yeah, we're kind of a uh, we're kind of lacking. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. But everybody, have a good night. Take care, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Square Triangle. Find us wherever you get your podcasts under the Without Context Podcast. Find us on YouTube at youtube.com/slash at WC Network.